At times, we all feel lost in search of something more. This is Christina Dam, and this is Liberate the Podcast, a podcast designed to help inspire and guide you forward through everything spirituality, creativity, art, and just giving you a sense of empowerment so that you can be powerful, be magical, and be free. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Liberate the Podcast. Today, we are welcoming one of our very own practitioners, Carol Snow, with us. Now, she is a Reiki healer as well as an intuitive and a reader with us. And today's topic is we're really going to be talking about how, you know, the collective and so much in society, people are stressed out more than ever. The anxiety level is through the roof. And you know, kind of a, about that whole dynamic that is going on and how energy healing can really help assist people in this time of need. So thank you so much for joining us, Carol. Welcome. Oh, you're so welcome. It's my pleasure. Thank you. So Carol, I always like to start off with uh, kind of figuring out a little bit of how you got here. You know, before we got dive into this topic, I, I just want to know, like, you know, why Reiki? Where did that, that, you know, what what was that, you know, type of, you know, path to get there? Okay. You know, because <clears throat> uh, I find it fascinating. A lot of people, they have so many different backstories for, you know, what led them into spirituality and then what led them into, you know, understanding their gifts. So what, let's start out with first, like asking, was these gifts that you have something that you've always noticed even when you were a child or did they come later in life or did, can we, can you share a little bit about your story and your journey oh sure i love to talk about this part <laughs> um <clears throat> you know i think i was a lot like some people i've met in the spiritual world um in my family we talked about people having esp and um, being able to think about things that were kind of lofty, but we didn't take it seriously. My, <clears throat> my mom knew, I know my mom knew that I could sense things and I knew when things were going to happen and I would tell her. And, but she was like many, many parents during my getting raised. They just said, oh, don't talk about that. Nobody's going to want to hear it. They won't believe you. Just be quiet. Mm. So that's a sad thing, you know, to hear when you're so excited. But it's it's also, you know, I mean, that's sad to hear that and that that was suppressed from you sharing and excited about t talking about it. But it's amazing that in your family that wasn't shunned and that was actually acknowledged. I mean, right. I think that that's a big step. I it bet. was huge because I didn't get like so many, right? <clears throat> um, when I was, I was, I tell this in another world, but around five, six or seven, I woke up one morning and I was just really, I'm an early riser since I was little. Mm -hmm. And so I would watch the sun come up. And it was a really spiritual time for me, although I didn't know that. So I was listening one morning just to the birds and stuff. And all of a sudden I heard, I can't believe we get to be here. Hmm. And Christine, I knew it wasn't me. I mean, I knew in my head it was like, who is that? Like, who is that? So since I was little, I had a sense of something 
much bigger than me. So what do you think that was? Well, I think it was my spirit. She does that all the time. Okay, okay. I've gotten so used to it now. But when I was little, it took me a minute. It really did. So you could hear your spirit, like, communicating with yeah. you. And even when you were a little girl. Even when I was little. Yeah. And so then, you know, I'm, I'm guessing, like many people, that either became fearful or you put it away for a little bit of time? When I was getting towards middle school, um, and then we went beyond, <clears throat> I started doing a lot of things. And my friend would often, she, she liked, I don't know what you call that, showing off. She liked me to show off with it. Uh-huh. So, but she would say, ask her what time it is. So someone would say, Carol, what time is it? And I would say, oh, it's 8.15. And they'd look at their watch and they'd go, oh, how, how'd you do that? How'd you know it was 8.15? So then we did that stuff, little stuff. Okay. And then, I don't know, I got, it felt funny. You know, as you get to be a teenager, everything feels funny. You get psychotic and you yeah. have to wait for a whole bunch of hormone changes. And, <laughs> <laughs> and then you just have to wait. Say so, it just like it is, right? You yeah. know? So you just, you have to wait a minute. And then in my 20s, I started noticing it again. Okay. And I got my undergrad and um, I was becoming a social worker. And then I, I remembered praying, like, I don't, I've never said, like, prayer prayers. Just, you know, my spirit inside of me, this isn't going well. Like, mm -hmm. please help me with this client. And it's always worked. It's always worked. So I have a huge, strong belief. Um, it, I think what's most important is for me to just be honest and not be afraid, like when I was little, uh -huh. to bring it up. Okay. Yeah. And then where, when did you find Reiki? Um, well, when I was little, I used to go. I used to pretend I was... Um, a fairy. Okay. And so, and so I would just pretend and I would come. I do exactly what I do now when I'm doing Reiki, only I didn't know it. Okay. And so my mom would be upset and I go, you know, just, just relax, mom. Just relax. Just relax. And she goes, okay, whatever. <laughs> and so I could feel the heat. Okay. And then, I don't know, somewhere along the line, someone showed me how you can, oh, when I did Tai Chi, mm -hmm. you could go like that and feel the heat. And I said, well, that's our, that's our energy. Yeah. And then I said, that's how, you know, I make people feel better. So it was a process of learning <clears throat> what I was doing without really knowing it. Oh, wow. But it's been like this whole lifetime. My whole doing... lifetime. Yeah. Interesting. And, and then like getting into where you see the world right now like what do you what do you see is like you know i mean everybody's different but yet i feel like there's like a huge theme that is consistent among people and what, what do you see that theme and what would you kind of like say that you see most people like kind of struggling with now it's most apparent to me in the you know when i'm doing reiki with okay. people 
because they're coming in very, very different, like you said, you know, very individual, very unique. Mm -hmm. And yet we have some really common ground okay. that I find every time I do Reiki. So with the stress level, I've been in the healing business since my 20s, really. Okay. Uh, my degrees are in he health and wellness and all of that. And so I've always been really focused on what happens to people when they get too stressed. And it's just really incredible. Right now, people are not, they're still not feeling mm. very well. And so they come in and their angry anger and fear is just huge okay. with everyone. Mostly the fear is what's really common. So I get to work in the third chakra a lot and sometimes the second, to reestablish connection. Okay. I think it's a lot of things. The computer, we drink a lot of coffee, which scares us to death after a while, and we don't even know it. So finding calming ways. The Reiki works as soon as you apply it. Like, the body responds so gratefully um, Would you say just, that's one of the biggest benefits of, of Reiki is that uh, calming the central nervous system over and over and over? So if people have the stressed out, overactive central nervous system, whether yeah. induced by caffeine by or aggravated by stress or, you know, and fear now fear, and, right? And right. that's one of the things I, I think has been so rampant. It's like a fear bomb has exploded in the world. Oh, Since thank the you. start that's of a beautiful tw way. 2020, it's right. like it's fear after one thing, uncertainty, confusion, more like upset, fear, 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 attack, And attack, then we attack. do, you know, we put more in. We're so frightened anyway. There's got to be a substance that will help us calm down. Yeah. And... What I'm also finding is going into the nature will do almost the same thing as Reiki for a minute. Okay. Yeah. And so when somebody comes in and they, they work with you, like, you know, uh, they're coming in and they're either stressed out or not thinking right, right? And they go on the table. Like, what do they expect when they walk out? Every time it's one common thing that I get to experience I get to experience this and it's you know just me going oh I think Speak I did a good on your chest there because of the mic oh, oh okay it's just it's probably doing some booms I bet. sorry guys I bet sorry <laughs> um so it's a, what what did you get to do, do they experience they come and they're like really pointy I'm not sure how else to explain it some people are just really pointy and I can tell that they just need softening for a minute. Mm -hmm. So when they're leaving, they come in, they're not smiling. They're really stressed. I don't know if this will work or this has worked for me in the past, but it's so bad today. Yeah. You know, they're in such a frightened space many times. Not everybody, but a mm -hmm. lot of times. So by the end of the Reiki, and then we do some cards usually as well, okay. so that we can kind of look into the future and calm that sense of the fear of the unknown. Okay. I think any time you can do that, we get centered again. Okay. So by the time they're leaving, I can tell if I've done a good job because they're soft again and they're smiling and they're, oh, I can breathe again. Yeah. 
And then I, I know, I did, yeah, that's what it does. Oh, that's great. Yeah. And um, without divulging any type of uh, client personal information, right, can you, can you share a couple, like, uh, stories of, like, specifics, you know, no names, no information on oh, a client, sure. but, but uh, you know, maybe some of the things, you know, because it, I, I also know that it's best when you work on sessions, a few of them, right, you know, like, you don't go to a chiropractor and expect that your posture is automatically fixed 100% after right. one session, you know, I think, you know, even though that a lot, a lot of us in the spiritual world, we, you know, we are making and moving miracles and tapping into energy, it's also like, you know, there's a process where if we're so out of alignment, you're out of alignment for a little bit, you know, like you go back into exactly. alignment. It's exactly. like you have to slowly go back. It's like when you get an adjustment, mm -hmm. you know, if your spine's all crooked, it's you get an take. adjustment, it's going to go back, you get an adjustment, it goes. And then eventually those chiropractors can work out even uh, really hard scoliosis and other things, exactly. right? But it's, it's through a process of session after session, little bit at a time. Now, sometimes it's going to be a miracles happen in one session, too. Can you share a couple? Oh, for sure. I just had a woman who, she was one, I hadn't had a pointy one, but she was very pointy and she really frightened. And um, I did a little backward, I did a little bit of pedaling backward. So we read a little bit just to calm her down a little bit. And during the course of the Reiki, I could tell that there was a lot going on in here. Uh -huh. So I did what I knew with this particular issue is I, if I had my druthers and uh, they were allowing it, would be to have them come three times. Okay. It would take three sessions to really get all of the energy cent centers um, what I see when I'm looking is, you know, it's like when all the lights come on and you know the internet is working. Yeah. It's the same thing, really, inside of us. So it takes, you know, I begin that process, so I did that with her. I don't know if she'll come back, so I tried, you know, to, to calm and do the things I could. While I was explaining, it's really important if we could finish this in two or three sessions. Mm -hmm. So by the time she left, she, you know, she c could respond again because mm. the lights were coming on. And she said, oh, my God, I didn't even realize how shut down I was because yeah. you don't. No. You really don't get it until somebody turns the lights back on. You enjoying this so far? Did you forget to subscribe? Make sure to do so. It takes two seconds. Just press that little button. And one, you know, the one. Just press it, little like. All right, enjoy the rest of this content. For those that are listening, think about it in, in a way of sometimes when um, you, I don't know, maybe you're so tense and then you get a massage and you didn't realize how tense you were until you felt the Til state of re relaxation. Exactly. Sometimes we're so physically exhausted that we are going on on burning fumes and until we get a good night's sleep or a good exactly. rest we don't realize how exhausted we really were exactly. you know or um this is one that i think everybody can relate to you're going through the day and you you kind of turned off your hunger switch so you're not even noticing and then you take your first bite of food in a long time and you realize oh my god i'm super so hungry. hungry and it's so like it's like the same as like we get we train our bodies and our minds and our in our energy centers mm -hmm. to adapt. 
I've said this before, but I'll say it again. I don't think humans are the smartest. I don't think we're the fastest. We're definitely not the strongest. But what we are as a species is we are what I believe is the most adaptable. And that's why you see people that live in the most tropical climates and the most cold Arctic areas that, you know, from from the the heat to the cold and everything in between, from big cities to rural, from all different types of of um, work and and environments and everything, we can mm-hmm. adapt, we can adapt, mm-hmm. we can adapt. And I mean, sometimes we don't think we can, and we put ourselves in these blocks, but mm-hmm. given it under pressure, uh, people can do miraculous things. Oh, and, we... and, and, you know, so part of it is our survival mechanisms. Part of it is, you know, like, but it doesn't mean that it's good if you're running around and just because you're making it through the day, doesn't mean that you don't, you're not burnt out. Doesn't mm-hmm. mean that you're not out of alignment. It just means that you've compensated. Exactly. Yeah. And then your body can only compensate for, for so, so long. long. And, and then, then it's and exhausted. The, and then that's where other things happen, right? You know? Oh, that's when the disease starts. And I know we talk about that, but we don't, you know, it's all about learning to take good care of ourselves again. Yeah. Which we, I don't know if we've forgotten how to do that or... I think we have to a certain, it's, it's a very interesting time that we're in because yeah. at our fingertips, you're now at a point where so much is available to take care of yourself. I mean, you can listen to free content like this, right. you know, you can share this content with anybody that, that you, you, you want. We have so many, like just us personally, we have, you know, what, 200 mm-hmm. episodes on the podcast. We have all of these videos on YouTube. We have all of these meditations, free sources. You can, you know, for a few dollars subscription, you can have access to unlimited yoga or Tai Chi or other That's things. So true. You, know, you know, like you have books that you can check out in the library for free about anything. I mean, like but what I'm saying about this is like the amount of resources that for low cost or free that is available whether on these platforms like YouTube or other different networks or different places, you have so much that it's never been easier to take care of yourself. But in the same paradox, it's never been harder because resources and all of this stuff aren't no longer a limit, you know, the availability, the accessibility, the resources to be able to do it are there, right? right? You know, however, how many people actually do it? No, they don't. You know, well, well, they they start. I mean, I've got tons of friends who are. Oh, I'm starting my you know my aerobics thing again this week, and by the end of the week, you know, they're exhausted again, and so we don't we have to let it go. But it, but what I'm thinking that you're saying, and then to to reiterate this is that if you know, like we look at so much on our physical body or that exhaustion, I must be just too exhausted for it, but that. That to me is that the energy body isn't breathing or like the internet example that you said, it's not all lit up. So how can it take in or absorb or interact with this environment if you're out of alignment? So maybe that person that started the the workout of the aerobics, if they actually got an energy healing first, they might have the, they might be able to move the energy and absorb the energy in their body to continue so they're not so exhausted with the aerobics. Is that what, kind of what you're saying? It really is. Because when, you know, it's like anything, you're so tired that we have a tendency to be really gung-ho. So they go and run three miles 
Well, they're exhausted again because their body needs time to build up. It needs better food again. Mm -hmm. It needs more water all day long. And then you, you know, go run a mile, run a half a mile, and then build up to that again. Yeah. Because we've forgotten. The only thing I was thinking about is during the COVID, we had to isolate and become by ourselves. And I really think it took a toll on our mental health. Mm. I really, I do see people in my Reiki that what's going on mostly is they're still in that COVID mode and they're not used to being with other people yet. Yeah. And so the opportunity here with classes, with Reiki, with readings is to be with another person in a one-on-one, which actually helps reset and realign when we're together. Yeah, it's so powerful. It's huge. So when we're isolated and by ourselves, we shut down. We Mm -hmm. just shut down. Yeah, and being and the importance of being with somebody else that uplifts you and can give you energy and positivity because that's the other thing. A lot because of the collective being so stressed and people being so, you know, kind of like toxic right now, right? Yeah, a little bit. And and isolated, you go and you see a friend or somebody that you haven't seen in a while, Mm -hmm. and they want to talk and complain about the state of the world or the current politics or something else. And, 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 you know, or venting about their problems or their things. And, And yes, there needs to be a place for that. But if this is your first interaction with being social with somebody, and then you're walking away and you're getting more drained, you're not getting uplifted from that loving type of energy and nurturing Right. Uh, connection of what right. community brings, you know, laughter, fun, connection outside of like healing work. But that can be something that's that's a great kind of substitute for that. If you're not having that, is come and connect with somebody that's going to support you, Absolutely. see you through, move you forward and help revitalize you. Exactly. Because I think the YouTube and all of it is fantastic, you know, to be able to go home and utilize that that setting but it also is why people aren't staying with it. Yeah. I really think so. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, Carol, um, do you have another, you know, so you shared, you shared one story. Do you have a story that you could share with about um, maybe seeing somebody and working with them for a couple of sessions and then maybe running into them later on and what changes or shifts happened in their life? You know, I have one. I still don't know yet, but... Whatever comes to you. I mean, maybe yeah. we sometimes don't, you know, like that's the interesting thing about the work is we've set them off into the, into the world. And you don't and always get to know. know what happens. Yeah. But have you could share with somebody? I do have one. In fact, she just came a couple of weeks ago. Um, a young woman. And, you know, I do... I feel connection right away and... I think it's part of my gift, and so people kind of calm down. So when they come and they spend time with me, things pop in their head that they need to talk about. So this young woman came, and she was having to make some really difficult life decisions. Mm -hmm. And so we worked together. The first time we did some Reiki, and then we did cards. And then she came back a couple weeks later, And I can also see the progression of things, so it's kind of like cheating on my part, because I can see 
how she had worked through this one issue and how she was doing it. So I kind of already had a sense of how it was going to go later. Yeah. So we talked about it and we I pulled that thread so that she could see it. It's not going to do any good for me to see it if you don't get the aha. Yeah. So my my part is and to that hold comes the from space. your social work uh, therapy does, training. Right. You know, like one of the you know the big biggest thing, and that's one of the beautiful gifts of working with you is that you have that conventional like understanding and those that that oh, deeper yeah. education about hey you know. You got to give the client their aha. They they really that's where all the the fun stuff comes. So she got through that, and um, she said, "Well, I'll come see you pretty soon." Well, she came a couple weeks ago because of the decisions she had made, and I was so excited. Christina was so excited because she really had worked through it, and I think. It was the togetherness that allowed her to do some of it. So she made this huge decision. She's off and moving to D.C. In fact, I think she left just a few days ago. Amazing. And it was one of the few times I've actually gotten to see um, the three parts of how it came. It was just fascinating. I just, oh, I sent her away with tears. It was really beautiful. Yeah, it was gorgeous. It was Mm, yummy, really yummy. Yeah. So, so Carol, if there's um, you know, kind of come into a wrap on, on today's podcast, we're mm-hmm. getting to know, you know, you, the beautiful work that you do. Mm. But if there's something that you'd like to share with any with that, our viewers, what would it be? Anything part that pops of, in your part mind? of what I was telling um, another practitioner. You know, this getting to be here at Liberate, and I don't want to toot our horn, but I do, like, part of what's been healing for me is to come to work here. Mm. For real. I mean, I'm serious. Like, I've had some pretty harsh settings to work out of, and this is like working in fairyland. I mean, it's like, (laughs) I can't even tell you. I have all the most amazing energy available to me. I have rooms that are beautiful. I have people who are just happy to see me every day. That has not always been the case, Christina. And so um, I just want to say that I so am grateful. I feel safe here. That's what I was telling her. And that's not an easy commodity to come by. We don't feel safe in our world, but I feel safe when I'm here. Hmm. And you and can so, provide that safety for your clients. Right. And so that's what I pass on every time, every time. But it's allowing me to do that. Um, Beautiful. I guess that's the thread, yeah. Thank, Thank you, you, Carol. You're so welcome. Thank you. And for those that are listening, you can find and book a session with Carol on her website. She's available at both of our Los Feliz locations and our Sherman Oaks locations. Uh, she does in person only right now. Some remote when she's some when she's remote. some remote when she's at um, at the space, um, and uh, but she's available to help serve you and see how we can move you forward out of the stressful, anxiety, fearful environment that some of us have found ourselves swimming in lately. So you know. We don't have to be stuck in that pool. We can go over to the other <laughs> pool, the one that's light and open and expansion and seeing the possibilities for the future that are ahead. 
But thank you so much for joining us. And please, if you're listening to this, do a solid, you know, like, comment, subscribe, all that stuff. But if you're, if yeah. you're listening on an audio platform, can please go and check out our YouTube. We're trying to really build our YouTube up a little bit so people can also mm. see the content that we're creating and have a more personal experience by connecting to us visually as well as audio. Uh, thank you so much. And until next time, namaste. Namaste. Thanks for joining us. If you enjoyed this conversation, please like it, subscribe, and share it with your friends. If you want to hear more about what we have going on and happening online or in, in the neighborhood, check out liberateyourself.com and sign up for our mailing list. Uh, also, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Liberate Yourself. It's you are self, you are S-E-L-F. Until next time, be powerful, be magical, and be free. <laughs>